Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to an exciting edition of the Bakery Podcast. It is Monday. That's right, big old fat Monday. I am just now getting off of work uh, because now I work third shift. And I gotta tell you guys, I'm enjoying every fucking minute of it. I don't have to deal with any of the chaos on first shift that I used to have to deal with. I ain't gotta deal with a lot of bullshit. And let me tell you, I have been, I am so much more relaxed. Um, I'm not as angry as much. I mean, granted, yes, I do sleep most of the day, but... But I do have more time to do things that I want to do, like record this wonderful podcast. And let me tell you guys, this one's going to be a good one. I am feeling a, I am feeling a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy coming from this episode. And, and I just got to tell you, it's going to be a good one. So without further ado, let's get in. Let's get into it. Um. Well, we'll get we'll get the bad news out of the way first. Um, if you have me on my personal Facebook page, and most of you do that listen to this show, uh, you saw that I had to cancel the um, WCW. I'm gonna honestly call it the anthology of uh, the start from Monday Nitro to the last Monday Nitro, and that's because I did of me going to third. Um, I do have a whole lot of time, but not a whole lot of time to really dedicate to this huge project that I that I undertook. Um, the Friday night that I recorded the Ask Me Anything episode, I had everything ready to go for Monday Nitro, and we all heard how that um, episode went. And you know, I just want to say. Um, next time I do an Ask Me Anything, I'm going to make sure that I'm not under the influence of anything. I tried to, uh, make the episode funny, and I hope some of my answers were funny, but I honestly was so fucking, I was so fucking chill. Um, I was, I mean, I was just relaxed, honestly, just really relaxed. And, yeah, I had Amber and her best friend. Uh, they were over. They were drinking. We were all drinking. We were having a good time. So, like I said, next time I'm going to do that completely 100% sober. Um, and I'll be completely honest with you. My answers were not as authentic as they should have been. I think next time when I post something like that, I'm going to turn the notifications off and get these questions firsthand for the first time so my answers can be as authentic as possible. Back to the WCW thing. I went off on a little tangent. I don't think you guys would realize... I don't think you guys would realize um, if you're a wrestling fan, WCW from the first Monday Night Show to the last one was almost a total of six years six years that's including and, and I was going to include pay-per-views as well and even uh, 
WCW Thunder. And as I started to go down, you know, the list, I started to, you know, I started to, what is it, move ahead and start thinking, oh shit, maybe I went a little overboard in this. And I did. Um, I didn't take into the effect of how many hours of content I'm going to have, I was going to have to allocate in my life to watch um, a Monday Nitro, a pay-per-view, Thunder, and take notes, and even go and try to find the podcasts that go with it, like with 83 Weeks, and uh, What Happened When, you know, find those find those episodes if they're available or do my own research and like I said I was going to be able to devote that kind of time um, to that project so I do apologize to anybody that was really excited for that project trust me I was too I was too but I have some good news and the good news is this the bonus I will be trying to do some bonus shows here and there, but this idea, I'll give credit where credit's due, this idea was originally my fiance Amber's idea. One night, I was sitting on the porch, and we were just relaxing, and I brought up the network because I'm trying to use it as much as possible, and I asked her, choose a year, choose a month, and that'll be the pay-per-view that I watch, and she's she did pretty good. She gave me a Survivor Series 2009, which was a, was an okay pay-per-view. It's honestly not my favorite pay-per-view concept of all time, but it is what it is. So I'm going to take that idea, and I'm going to run with it. And I'm going to have either myself or have some friends chime in with their ideas on what pay-per-views they want me to cover etc etc now I'm gonna be honest with you guys I want group participation on this one like I like I did with um, the ask me anything now I know some of you aren't even wrestling fans but it's simple just give me a year give me a month it can honestly be any anything you can say 1984. If there's a pay-per-view available for the month that you choose, then I'll watch it. If there's not, then we'll find something else that, you know, we'll find something else to watch in that year. Because the WWF didn't go to the 12-month pay-per-view format until later uh, in the 90s. So, there's that. But I do want to get off that... That uh, little update here, and let's talk about, uh, again, I want to get the bad out of the way. And we all know on this show, I'm a devoted Cincinnati Bengals fan. But my God, do I have some bitching to do. Okay, we're now going to be in week three after the Monday Night Football game tonight, which is uh, the Raiders and Saints. And Bengals played Thursday night, uh, this past Thursday night against the Browns. And they had a better showing than week one. I will give them that. 
but we still took an L. Um, but I did notice some things, some progression, some regression. And there are just some big concerns moving forward with this team. And I'm going to say it right now. This team is not a playoff team at all. If I'm going to say this right now. The quarterback is the most important position in football. It really is. And we drafted Joe Burrow, number one overall. And here's, here's my bitch. If we can't protect Joe Burrow, or if we're not going to spend the money to protect Joe Burrow, what the fuck was the point of drafting a fucking quarterback to begin with? That was the problem last year. We couldn't protect Andy Dalton. Andy got hurt. We had to go to the backup. Backup absolutely was trash because he didn't have time to throw. Fast forward to week one. Joe Burrow does not have time to throw. So he has to put the goddamn team on his fucking back and do what Joe Burrow does best. Now this man was the best college football player, arguably, last year. The best quarterback all around. The Bengals knew that going forward. So please explain to me why we didn't spend some money on some offensive weapons. Yeah, our defense was shitty last year. It was bad. But my lord, where is the offensive line? Because Joe Burrow ain't going to last long in Cincinnati. He can go to a playoff team real fucking quick if he shows up. If he shows that he is worth the number one draft pick, which he has shown some promise. He is doing, he has shown progression, and that's what I like to see. But the person that has done the most regressing was the guy that we spent the money on that we could have brought somebody in to protect Joe Burrow, and that was fucking A.J. Green. Holy shit. I did not realize that A.J. Green was past his prime. And I mean way past his prime. The, the guy is injury prone. He, he was injured all of last year. And... The year before that, it was an off-and-on situation with his injuries. But this year, I don't know if he's taking it gingerly or what he's doing. But I watched a couple of throws that he could have made in his prime. I mean, a couple of, yeah, a couple of throws that he could have caught in his prime. It didn't even do nothing. He is hurting Joe Burrow's development, in my opinion. We've got talented wide receivers. We drafted T. Higgins out of Clemson, for God's sake. And Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd is a fucking stud. Tyler Boyd is a stud. And you can't tell me any different. But we got to protect Joe Burrow at all costs. At all costs. So this is what I propose to the Bengals. You have a hot commodity at wide receiver. A hot commodity at wide receiver. Either 
you should have let him go in the f- before the draft and drafted a couple more wide receivers and kept your money because he's playing on a franchise tag, which could also which could also be why he's playing like crap. That could also be a factor. Because I get it, he wants to get paid. But if you're not going to play well, you ain't going to get paid. Plain and simple. I mean, that's that's common sense. If you ain't going to play well, Bengals and any other NFL team aren't going to pay. But I think the Bengals should just cut their losses. It was a good, it was a good almost 10-year run with um, A.J. Green. Cut the losses. Um, either trade him, which I think they should trade him for an offensive lineman, if you ask me. Get a good offensive lineman. Uh, I say a veteran that can help the young guys because our offensive line is young. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Our offensive line is young. But still. But still, there are no... I don't see any veterans on that line. They're all young guys. And I get it. I get it. We're trying to be young. Trying to be quick. But young and quick don't cut it in the NFL. It's full of vets. Or they could trade A.J. Green for a draft pick. For a couple draft picks in this coming draft. He's He is worth something to the Bengals. And I'm going to tell you right now, if he doesn't improve... He's gone. He has to go. Alright, now my next topic is something that I've just been trying to honestly push on you guys for quite some time. And that is Fallout 76. Um, they just came out with a One Wasteland for All uh, update, and I'm just going to go over that just briefly and basically tell you guys that I love it. I love it, but I also hate it because I played it a little bit, um, and I've seen some things now that are kind of, I see where the idea was good on paper, but in execution, it's really not good in my opinion again this is my opinion some people may love it some people may not but basically what this update entails is that everything is balanced to your level so you're level 20 you're gonna meet enemies that are in the 20 to 30 range or at your level which again sounds fine and dandy until you start getting into the um, higher levels like me I'm a level 58 going on 59 maybe 60 and I'm facing enemies that I used to just one shot all the time and now it takes at least a couple of shots for me to even do any form of damage and that's the frustrating part the the one wasteland for all was mainly to get new people to play to come and try to play the game and see if they like it. And that's honestly that's honestly all it is is just for people to buy the game and say, "Hey, 
you don't have to face enemies that are level 50 when you're 25. You can now face enemies that are just like your level. But now, with these day one players, they're kind of screwed, if you ask me. They're kind of screwed. Because now every enemy is to their level or higher. And, and honestly, it's... it's Okay, I'll say this. I'm a solo player because I don't have a whole lot of people that play the game to begin with. I'm a solo, so I play by myself. This update is implementing more of a, hey, you might want to get a team together and start tackling the wasteland together, not separate. And that is something that I can't stand unless I actually know people that play it. Then I would be okay. But the thing is, is now that everything's been rebalanced, I have to literally rebuild my character from fucking scratch. And that is something I just don't want to do because I put in so much time figuring out, oh, hey, I'm a sniper. What do I need? I need my snipers to do the most amount of damage. And that's what they do. They do the most amount of damage. But now it feels like they don't do shit. It just feels like I'm facing an enemy that's exactly the same as me, and all it does is just do this. Tink. 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 Like, that's not... That's not fun to me. Like, I'll say this. I have a bad problem of using all my stim packs, and now... I run out of stim packs a lot more than I did when everything wasn't balanced. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get people to enjoy the the content that's coming out. I mean, we got the Brotherhood of Steel coming, but they kind of fucked everybody else that's been playing the game since launch. That's that's just in my opinion. I love it because I'm able to do quests now that I wasn't able to do before. Like, I'm actually able to get the Excavator Power Armor that was so popular um, months into the release of this game. I'm actually able to do that now. And, you know, great, but at what cost? So this is, this is my advice to Bethesda. Don't just think of getting new people onto the game. Take care of the people that have been playing since day one. Because now... Now your update has kind of screwed a lot of people out of their builds that they've spent fucking months on. And that sucks, because I just had to create a new character in order to enjoy myself. And that's not right. Alright, so the final topic. The final topic for this episode. You heard me complain about it a couple episodes ago, that the Big Ten canceled football and I was mad I was livid just like everybody else but last week the word came down the Big Ten is back that means Ohio State football is back and I'm excited I'm excited because the Buckeyes are gonna be honestly one of the best teams in the country they're already, they're already projected to win the whole shebang. And I really don't give a fuck what the haters say, whether we play an 8-game schedule, a 10-game schedule, or even a full regular season 12-game 
schedule. It doesn't matter how many games you have under your belt. Because the bet, the cream will always rise to the top, whether it's two games, three games in, four games in. And you're going to see that pretty soon with the SEC starting this weekend. Uh, you're already starting to see glimpses of that with the ACC. I mean, Clemson's the odd man, the odds to win there, as they are every year. But I want to talk about the Ohio State football schedule and you know my projections on how they're going to do. And spoiler alert, I think that they have a chance to win all the games, but it is going to be a little bit of a struggle. So let me pull up the schedule for you guys here for a second. Um, <clears throat> so Week one. Here we go. Where's it at? Come on. Here we go. Week one, October 24th, which is three days before my birthday, by the way. Nebraska, at home. Think that's going to be a piece of cake game. This is the game that I'm most concerned about at Penn State. Penn State and Ohio State always have good games against each other. But in the last couple of years, it's been Ohio State by far. And th that's the one game that if they can get past Penn State, they can roll past anybody. That'll be their toughest test as I look at this schedule. Um, Rutgers, November 7th. That Rutgers isn't the Rutgers of old. I think that Ohio State's going to steamroll them just like they do every other year. Now this one. November 14th at Maryland. In the last couple of years, Maryland has actually played Ohio State pretty fucking well. And this is the one game where I thought a couple years ago when Dwayne Haskins was a quarterback that Maryland played exceptionally well and they had our fucking number Number to the last down. And it's going to be the same way uh, in that game. Uh, Indiana. Indiana and Ohio State, every time that they play each other, it is a fucking dog fight. Now this year, again, Ohio State's defense were without a lot of stars. A lot of stars. I'm talking the big one. The monster, Chase Young. Um, who else? I'm thinking here, guys. It's gonna, it's gonna evade me here. Oh, fuck. Damon Arnett. Oh, there's so, there's so many guys on the defense that have left for the NFL, it's not even funny. But I think that Illinois, Indiana is going to slip up on this Ohio State defense. And Ohio State's going to come out with a win. Uh, November 28th at Illinois. <sighs> Illinois. How do I put this lightly? Illinois is not the Illinois of old when Ohio State was number one and they were like 
18th or something, and they upset Ohio State, they're not that Illinois anymore. Ohio State's going to steamroll over them like they are, like they're going to do with everybody else in this schedule. Uh, let's continue. December 5th, um, at Michigan State, um, Michigan, I mean, Michigan, when we go to Michigan State in the cold, it's always a tough, tough match. Um, honestly, it, it really is, and it's not, it's going to be the same. Um, and I think that, you know, both the Michigan teams are going to play Ohio State pretty hard, and they're going to try to knock them off that spot. So here we are, December 12th, the game. Even if all the team, even if both these teams go one, I mean, 0-7, which won't, which isn't going to happen, it's just hypothetical, but if... Hypothetically, these teams went 0-7 and somebody had to win. As long as they as long as the one of them beats the other, it, it's been a good season. And it's gonna be Ohio State yet again this year. I just don't think Michigan's got the talent. Again, I haven't seen Michigan play yet. Nobody has. But I just feel like Michigan just doesn't have the talent that it did last year to give Ohio State a run for its money. That's just facts. And I think this is going to be Jim Harbaugh's make-or-break year. If he does not do well in the Big Ten with a smaller schedule, then I think it's going to be adios to Jim Harbaugh. It has to be. It has to be. Um, and honestly, guys, that that's it for me. Um, I do want to mention, like I mentioned before, um, you guys could choose a year, choose a pay-per-view. Hell, choose a promotion. You got WCW, ECW, and the WWE. Participate. I would really appreciate it. Because the bonus show that you guys are going to be getting here pretty soon, I chose this pay-per-view myself. And it's going to be In Your House, Ground Zero. The main event of the show is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. And we are... In the middle of one of the greatest feud, I mean, Bruce Pritchard would call it a happy accident, and it's America versus Canada. We're in the middle of that um, that storyline. Bret Hart's going to be moving toward you know the Montreal. We're moving toward the Montreal screw job at this point, and yeah. I'm excited for that one. I watched it uh, since I'm on third. I have to have something to preoccupy my time. I had it on my Bluetooth speaker, and I was just loving and, you know, being able to watch um, <clears throat> this pay-per-view. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm listening to something to wrestle. They did an episode on Ground Zero and going to be writing my notes for you guys, and that'll be out... I'll say Thursday night, maybe Friday, when I when I can get to it. But until then, thank you all for listening, and I hope you like the show. And that's it for me. Have a good one, guys. Have a good week, guys.